listening to Footballing with Kids, the premier football podcast created by kids, but for listeners of all ages. Join, subscribe, and share. Here's your hosts, Ben and Jackson. This is Ben. And Jackson. From Footballing with Kids, the premier football podcast. Welcome to the program. This is our pre-Pro Bowl episode and post-conference championship episode. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with breaking headlines. So after the Lions' tough loss against the Niners, uh, they went... Uh, they were very aggressive on some fourth downs, even when they were in field goal range in a very close game. And Amon Ross St. Brown, their star wide receiver, says that even though they made these aggressive calls, their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, will not be fired and he'll stay because of quote-unquote unfinished business. I believe this is the right call for Ben Johnson to stay. Yep. Well, he could have gotten, I believe he was the front runner to get a head coaching job if he didn't stay. Yeah. I feel like it's the right thing to go and try again for the Super Bowl. It's definitely. Because after you take a former 0-16 team to almost the Super Bowl, he should definitely stay. And their offense has been doing amazing. I agree. And then our next headline... Uh, Tom Brady, TB12, will be replacing Greg Olson as an announcer, and he'll work with Kevin Burkhart. And this is for Fox. Yeah. Get ready to hear Tom Brady on your Fox television. Yep. And the Chiefs defensive end, Charles Ominahue, is out for the Super Bowl because he had an ACL tear against the Ravens. And potentially out for next season. And yeah. also out for likely the start of next season, too. Yeah. And, and Mike oh. McDonald, the former Michigan and Baltimore, or former Michigan College and Baltimore defensive coordinator, is now the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. This looked like the Seahawks' second choice outside of Ben Johnson. Yeah. But Mike McDonald is actually now the youngest coach in the league. Wow. 16 months younger than Gerard Mayo, the second youngest. Yep. And now let's go to weekly MVP. Yeah. You can do offense. For offense, we had Travis Kelsey, who had 11 receptions, a whopping 116 reception yards, and a touchdown. Uh And his touchdown, it was an amazing throw and an amazing catch. It was a back shoulder dime by Patrick Mahomes in, like, the front corner of the end zone. And Kelsey turned around and caught it while he was falling down, and Kyle Hamilton was covering him extremely well. Yeah. So this is a great play by Kelsey. Yeah. 
And without him, the Chiefs probably wouldn't have won. Yeah. And for our defensive MVP, for our defensive weekly MVP, we have Nick Bosa with two sacks and three tackles. Yeah. He was crucial in keeping the uh, Lions away from running away with this game. Yep. So. Very important. And then. Yep. Yeah. And for picks and pickums, you probably might already know. But last week, I had the Chiefs beating the Ravens, and that was correct. Yeah. And I had the Ravens beating the Chiefs, and that did not go so well. Uh-huh. And I had the 49ers over the Lions. And I had the Lions over the 49ers. The 49ers had a 17-point comeback after the half. And the funny thing is, near the middle of the second quarter, when the Lions were up 20-7, to C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a safety on the Lions, started waving bye to the 49ers fans. No need to remind me. Yup. I picked this- last week with my heart, not my brain. And that didn't <laughs> off very well. <laughs> and for this week the way we did this because it's a Pro Bowl and there are so many different games happening yeah. we've done a competition for who wins more categories and yeah. I've picked the AFC and I've picked the NFC I picked the AFC I would have picked the NFC if the Niners did make the Super Bowl but of course they made the Super Bowl so I, I think the AFC is going to win I picked the NFC because they just seemed like the better team. <laughs> and for our awards predictions. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, for MVP, uh, we are predicting Lamar Jackson. Or that, No, we're doing it separately. What do you mean? Like, you, you do yours, I do mine. Oh, okay. So, for my MVP of the season... I'm choosing Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I'm choosing Christian McCaffrey. I chose Christian McCaffrey because Lamar's season isn't nearly as good as his former MV- or as his uh, other MVP season. I feel like he kind of he was really explosive and clutch and helped his team win. But I feel like CMC had a bigger impact on the Niners than Lamar. I disagree, but let's move on. Mm -hmm. And for Offensive Player of the Year, I have CMC. But if he wins MVP, I have Tyreek Hill. Uh, I have uh, one sec. For Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I'm just checking something real quick. I have Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. But if he wins MVP, I'm choosing Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And then on to our defensive player of the year. Yep. Uh, I am... I chose Deron... Or, no, wait. 
I have it somewhere. I'm choosing Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing Deron Bland. He's had he broke the record with pick sixes, I think. And he's done like amazing. He's broke so many records and the Cowboys would not have been the three seed without him. Mm. I think it's Miles Garrett because in this Brown amazing defensive team, he was key in putting the yep. pressure on the quarterbacks. Yeah. And for offensive rookie of the year, this one's pretty easy. He led the Texans, who were the third worst team in the league last year, and no, the second worst team in the league last year to the playoffs. They actually had home field advantage and they won a game in the playoffs. Well, actually, I think it'll be uh, Marvin Mims Jr. (laughs) Really? No. Okay. He did shout definitely, without a doubt. And for defensive rookie of the year, I have Jalen Carter. He's been kind of the glue of the uh defensive line for the Eagles after Javon Hargrave left to go to the Niners. I also have Jalen Carter. Yep. He's been playing really well this season. So mm-hmm. and for uh for uh, what's it called? Comeback player of the year. We kind of have to do Demar Hamlin. Yeah, it's gonna be probably Demar Hamlin. Joe Flacco, a nominee, even endorsed yep. Demar Hamlin for this award. Yeah, Demar Hamlin had a cardiac arrest last year, which was very scary in one of the last games of the regular season. Very serious. Yep. He was like literally dead. Mm-hmm. And then he undeaded himself. Yep. And then for coach of the year, I have Kevin Stefanski. Coach of the Browns? Uh, actually, I have D'Amico Ryan's my coach of the year. Oh, for, for my, my predicted coach of the year, I oh, have Dan Campbell. Dan. Are we doing predicted or what we think it who or who we think deserves it? Uh predict. Oh, I predict Kevin Stefanski to win it then. He's the Browns coach, right? Yes. I think it's gonna be Dan Campbell because he coached the Lions into making the NFC championship. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's between D'Amico Ryans and Dan Campbell for who should get it, but I have the odds pulled up right now, and Kevin Stefanski is a minus 1,100 favorite. Wow. Yeah. Did so. I think that's it? I think so. Wait. Oh, wait. No, I mean, that's it for awards. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now let's go to Fruit of the Day. Um, so, in honor of the Lions, we have the Aronia, which is also called the Chokeberry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Their trees can grow from three to eight feet tall. They have white flowers, which is really rare for a fruit tree. Uh-huh. 
and some scientists did some tests with lots of different fruits, like which ones by eating them kills the most cancer cells. It ended up being the chokeberry, so oh, wow. they can reduce cell damage from cancer. Yeah, and they also have lots of vitamin C. Go try a chokeberry if you can get one. Yeah. Now let's go to free-for-all. Okay. Jonathan Kuminga with a haircut has got to be most improved player of the year. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I think so. Whatever you say. The Nuggets are doing well. Oh, and Embiid messed up his knee against the Warriors because Gumingo landed on it. Yeah. This is... Oh, and in the Western Conference, the Clippers, they've been doing incredibly with James Harden, Kawhi, and Paul George. It's never a good idea to mess up your knee. And I'm pretty sure Joel last week or the week before scored 73 points. Wow. So. 73 is crazy. Yep. Wait, let me pull up. Okay, NCAA basketball. Uh, nothing. Oh, UConn is ranked number one. They're 18 and two. Hmm. And Duke's been doing a lot better recently, and they're going to be playing North Carolina this Saturday, which is going to be a big game for rankings. Yeah. The three and the seven. Maybe so. March Madness is oh. not too far away, guys. Yep. It's in slightly less than two months because it starts in, like, mid-March. Yeah. So, I think, oh. I think that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, wait. One last thing, one last thing. Oh. Make sure to download... Share and enjoy. Bye. Bye.